When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City, it's Stephen Colbert! Oh, wow! Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert, and I am coming to you. We are broadcasting to you on an historic night because our nation's leaders were finally to answer one of the thorniest questions facing our country. Should we have roads? <laughs> Today, President Biden signed the bipartisan infrastructure bill surrounded by members... <laughs> surrounded by members of both parties... Bob the Builder, Thomas the Tank Engine, and Truckosaurus. <laughs> the bill provides funding for everything that makes this country go. Public transportation, roads, bridges, ports, railways, power grids, and broadband internet. Broadband! That's everything. That means, thanks to Joe Biden, more Americans will have access to high-speed internet, which means quicker load times for all their QAnon conspiracy theories. <laughs> I hear Joe Biden's actually just a sack of flour aliens put in a suit. <laughs> Fixing all of that cannot start soon enough, because after decades of inaction, at least 45,000 bridges nationwide are currently rated in poor condition. Wow. Uh, follow-up, which ones? <laughs> Is it possible for Waze to tell us ahead of time? Turn left and cross the Roanoke Bridge. But first, you got to ask yourself a question. Do you feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Here's the thing. <laughs> Funding roads and bridges didn't used to be such a big deal. In 1956, the original legislation that created the interstate highway system had strong bipartisan support because, as then-President Eisenhower famously said, who doesn't want to go vroom vroom real fast? <laughs> But now, not so much. Our politics are so partisan, so broken, that the GOP House members who voted in favor of infrastructure were targeted by their own party to strip them of their House committee assignments and even got death threats. Okay, are we just death-threatening everything these days? Pretty soon, pretty soon we're going to need a new greeting card section. Death to a special nephew on his birthday. <laughs> 
President Biden needs this infrastructure win right now because the only thing crumbling faster than our roads is his approval rating, which the ABC Washington Post Pillsbury Toaster Strudel poll <laughs> proved just dropped to a new low of 41%, which means, in total, he's lost 11 points in approval since spring. The only person with approval plummeting faster is Jake Gyllenhaal. Give her back her scarf, Jake! Give the girl back her scarf! But Biden's not letting things like the approval of the American people get him down, saying he intends to run for re-election in 2024, even though he'd be 86 at the end of his second term, meaning he'd be the first president to switch the red phone over to consumer cellular. <laughs> this button... Hold on, shh. This button dials 911. This one dials my grandson. And this one bombs Iran. Oops, I think I just bombed my grandson. Hold on. Better call 911. Now, if Biden, uh, do not run, the next person in line would obviously be Vice President Kamala Harris. Only one teensy problem. I agree. Lovely, lovely person. One problem last week, her approval dipped to 28%. To put that into perspective, the movie Batman vs. Superman has an approval rating of 29%. So Kamala Harris is 1% less popular than watching two and a half hours of Batman and Superman wrestle each other than realize their moms have the same first name. So they decide to be friends. People close to Harris say she's frustrated with Biden for handing her no-win issues like the border crisis. Wait, what? <laughs> You're telling me that being vice president is a thankless job with no real power? Your response, Vice President Meyer? You think? But Harris claims, yes, Vice President, why doesn't she run? I would vote for her. But Harris claims she's not worried about 2024 right now and is instead focused on being Joe Biden's Joe Biden. Okay, that sounds rambly and repetitive, so goal achieved. Oh, hey. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys remember January 6th? There, there may finally be some accountability for attempting to destroy democracy. Just a little. A little bit would be nice. Just a soupçon. Because on Friday, a federal grand jury indicted Steve Bannon on contempt charges. It's real. Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon might finally face justice and, if he goes to prison, take a shower. <laughs> this morning, this morning, just this morning, Bannon surrendered to the FBI in Washington, and during the perp walk, he said this. I just want to say, every, tell everybody, it's uh, live stream on Getter right now. Everybody watching in the war room, we're here today. I don't want anybody to take their eye off the ball of what we do every day. Okay? You got Raheem Kassam today. You got Dr. Peter Navarro, Captain Bannon. He did a promo for his podcast <laughs> on his way to jail. Reminds me of when the press pool surrounded Lee Harvey Oswald. I'd just like to say I am a patsy and the host of Big Lee Harvey's Morning Zoo Crew with Castro and the Gooch. <laughs> 
You never hear about that. You never, nobody talks about that part. Hmm. Now, this is a very complicated legal case. Okay, let me see if I can break it down for you. Okay. Congress subpoenaed Bannon to testify. He said no, and that's illegal. <laughs> okay, it's less complicated than I thought. <laughs> Bannon refused to testify because the former president directed him, quote, not to produce documents or give testimony that might reveal information. And now Bannon's facing up to two years in prison out of loyalty to this guy, which is surprising considering the former president once tweeted, sloppy Steve Bannon cried when he got fired and begged for his job. Now sloppy Steve has been dumped like a dog by almost everyone. Too bad. <laughs> so let me get this straight. That's the guy you're going to jail for. Steve, it's time to meet me at the He's Just Not That Into You camp. <laughs> Look. Steve, did you hear what he said about you the second it was convenient? Respect yourself and move on. I mean, look at you. No, don't do that. Look. <laughs> don't do that. I, I know you miss him, but there are plenty of other dictators in the sea. Plus, you're never going to get back the scarf that you left at his sister's house. And yes, I may have listened to Red Taylor's version too many times this weekend. The point is, there's no need to go to jail for Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, the former president. Now, Congress... I listen to it a lot. Not everyone, clearly. Congress subpoenaed Bannon to hear about the lead-up to the January 6th and the behavior of the former president, Dingus Khan. <laughs> and we're learning more about it every day, thanks to Jonathan Carl's book, Betrayal. Carl just released audio of a conversation for the book in which the former president confirms that he called Mike Pence the P-word. There was a report, excuse my language, not, not mine, it was in the report, yeah. uh, that you talked to him uh, that morning and you said you could be a patriot or you could be a... Did you, did you really say that, or is that, or is that a incorrect... Uh... Uh, I wouldn't dispute it. Really? I wouldn't dispute it. Well, we all know the word for someone who does exactly what their bully tells them to do. Patriot. <laughs> Carl also asked the former president if he was worried about his veep during the attack on the Capitol. Were you worried about him during that, that siege? Were you worried about no, his safety? No, I thought he was well protected, and I, I had heard that he was in good shape. Of course he was in good shape. Running away from a mob is excellent cardio. <laughs> Carl continued. You, know, you heard those chants. That was terrible. I mean, it was, you know, the... He could have... Well, the people were very angry. They are saying, hang my... Because it's, it's common sense. Oh, yeah. It's just common sense. We all remember that sign up in Dad's workshop. Measure twice. Hang Mike Pence. <laughs> but Carl's isn't the only new book spilling the tea. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has written one called Republican Rescue, Saving the Party from Truth Deniers, Conspiracy Theorists, and the Dangerous Policies of Joe Biden. One of those threats is not like the others. <laughs> we must stand up against anti-vaxxers, QAnon followers, and rural broadband. <laughs> In the book, Christie reveals the severity of his own coronavirus infection, one he caught after being at the White House around the same time that the ex-president and several other aides contracted COVID-19. It makes sense. You hang around that White House, you're going to get exposed to some nasty stuff. Also, COVID. 
While hospitalized, Christie got a call from the former president who didn't ask how he was doing, but instead asked, are you going to say you got it from me? <laughs> That's a hell of a friend. It's like signing someone's cast. Tell anyone I threw you down the stairs and I'll break the other arm. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. After the break, Stephen has Beatlemania. Such a we have such a wonderment of guests this I know, evening. I saw this. We're start we're starting off tonight. We're starting off strong and hot. Oh yeah. With sexy people's sexiest. Go ahead. Sexy people. Sexiest, sexiest man, man alive, Mr. Paul Rudd's oh, gonna be yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. We've had to, we've had to have this couch over here. We've had to have a Scotch garden just so we can hose off we can hose off the sexy afterwards. That's right. That's right. It's true. So anyway, we're going to have sexy overload tonight. We should have some structural engineers brought in here just to check out the sexy rafters. <laughs> we have sexy rafters? No. 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 But uh, hey, listen, John, also, uh, have you checked out the Late Show podcast? Yes, it's the show. The show. It's the show, it's the show. but a podcast. Yes. Late Show Pod Show. That's right. That's right. And we have that. And yes, please it's go. Available. It's available. People it's burning can... up the charts. There it is. It is, right? It is burning. It is yeah, actually it is. is actually burning up the charts. Now here's the thing. There are a lot of people right now who are tomorrow listening to our conversation right now about there being a podcast on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> they're all going, yeah, we know it's a podcast. I'm listening to the podcast right yes. now. Yes. Get on with the show. I like that. I, Can I hey. talk? Am I allowed to talk to John about the Beatles thing? No. Why can't I talk to John about the Beatles thing? No, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to give anything. Here's the thing, Paul. <laughs> not Paul, John. Paul McCartney. <laughs> <Bingo>, George. <laughs> I watched the entire Get Back Beatles documentary uh -huh. that Peter Jackson cut this weekend. Lord have mercy. It is, I can't, I want to watch it with the musician. It is so beautiful. It is so intimate. It is, A, I love the Beatles. B, I love watching process, how things right. get made. And C, I love how it makes these great artists so complexly and messily human mm -hmm. with each other mm. and how much they love each other. It's going to rewrite how people think about how the Beatles ended. Oh. They just absolutely love each other. Wow. And they just had to stop. It's, it's extraordinary. It's, no, it's not, not going to be the same. Do you know that Billy Preston wasn't supposed to be on... I can't give anything away. I can't give anything wait, away. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? Sure, sure. Billy wait, Preston wait. wasn't even supposed to be on the album. He was just stopping by. He was a friend of George Harrison's. Yeah. Really? He just walks in, and they're like, hey, we were just talking about we needed some piano here, but we're trying to do everything live, so we can't do overdubs. Somebody's got to play the piano. Right. Could you do that? And he goes, sure. A lot of smoking. And he, and he, and he starts playing, and they're like, great, you're in the band. And he laughs, and he goes, no, we're serious. You're in the band. And he goes, they said, like, are you okay? Could you be here for the rest of the month working with us? And he goes, all right. Like that. And he, cha he changes the entire atmosphere of the band. He elevates everything. It's so beautiful to watch. Man. You're not going to believe it. see that. Yeah. You have Kim? Can you share it? I cannot. Okay. Because them Disney Plus are serious. I'm oh, not it's, joking. It's Disney Plus. Oh, it's Disney. It's Disney Plus. I uh, Disney Plus, and not only. Not only do you like have to get a link 
and then you have to sign in with a special code right, that right. that you like have signed up with, and then the, that goes to some a special code goes to someone else, and that person has to text it to you within 30 seconds of them receiving it. Wow. You've got to get it and put it in, and then you can watch it. Yes. But God help you if you pause for any length of time, because then you got to do the process over and over again, <laughs> and you have to sign an NDA. I've never done that before. I've never gone to watch something and an NDA came up and I had to legally sign it. Like, have you read wow. this? Sign the NDA so you won't go on TV and tell John Baptiste <laughs> that Billy Preston wasn't supposed to be on the album. Have I, have I, have I just... <laughs> what? Okay, so I'm, am, I, am I sued or fired? Which of the two? <laughs> All right, well, listen, I just want to say that please... Everyone go watch it. Sound like they got a lot of footage, a lot of access. 57 hours. 57 hours? 57 hours of footage cut down to about eight hours. Man. Yeah. It's just so beautiful to see Paul come in for the first time and go, well, I wrote this last night, see if you like it. And he goes, like, when I find myself in times, and yeah. they're just going, trying to figure out what they would play. And, and we want to scream at the TV, yeah. it's, it's the greatest it's song ever written. <laughs> Everybody shut up and just listen. Yeah. Fantastic. That's, that's a gift to creators. Are we, I don't have time. I have to go now, right? We should probably do a commercial break. We should do a commercial break. All right. We'll be right back with the sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd. You are too kind. Thank you. It is, uh... Thank you. Thank you. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm blown away. Yeah. Blown away. Well, by law, you're not allowed to sit while the sexiest man is standing. Oh. <laughs> you can't. Um, congratulations. Oh. Congratulations has been named People Magazines. Here we have it right here. People Magazines, sexiest man alive. Uh, you're embarrassing me. Please, I don't want to make a big deal of this thing. <laughs> So it hasn't, cha it hasn't changed no, you at all? No, You're no, still the no. same guy? I'm just, look, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just honored to be recognized for something besides my talent and humility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, there have, been a lot, there have been a lot of headlines about it. People have, there's been a lot of reaction. It's one of those things, and this is one of the reasons I was so excited, you know, to uh, partner with you for this announcement right. last week, is, um, please, yeah, make yourself comfortable. <laughs> Do you want me to take that? It feels rude to wear a tiara I'll, I'll, put, I'll put this in the box. I'll put this in the box down here. All right. Have, thank you. Leave it on. Leave it on. Makes it, if they're good, if they're good, you can put it back on. All right. Put it back on. Um, it's, it's, it's oddly one of the things that everyone still cares about. Like the time man of the year... Who gives a damn? <laughs> but sexiest man alive, it still has a cultural impact. First of all, I gotta ask you, the, the, the big question is, uh, how do you become the sexiest man alive other than being sexy? Like, how, did, how do you find out? Well, I found out I got an email about it. <laughs> and I had to... I out, a cold email. Like, out of the blue. You I didn't, didn't, like, lobby for this. No, I didn't even know... Uh, it was shocking. I had to read it. I said, what? I, re I read it... What does it than... say? It says, well, congratulations. <laughs> There's been an error in the judging. Not at all. But somehow... Not at all. Not at all. Look, this says... This, look, look, this is The Guardian. 
Do you fancy Paul Rudd? You're either a sociopath or a liar if you say no. Look, <laughs> come on. Well, I would like to thank The Guardian, first of all, for hiring my mom. <laughs> really? Yeah. You want your mom to say you're the sexiest man alive? Well, no. Now, yeah, so, yeah uh, that, uh, you know, I, The Guardian, that was, that's very nice. Yeah. Not I, sometimes if you read an article by The Guardian, if you ever read an Ardian, uh, an Ardian, an article that's by The Guardian. That's what they're called. Uh, yeah, an Ardian. Uh, at the end, I know, because I've read them online, and it says afterward, if you'd like to contribute to help, you know, journalism for The Guardian, we would appreciate it. So I think everybody should. Uh, I will. New York Post <laughs> wasn't as generous. <laughs> now, no? the New York Post, I want to point out, said that Chris Evans was going to be the sexiest man alive. You heard about this? Well, that certainly makes sense. <laughs> but I, yeah. They said they had multiple sources. People said, no, don't run that. And okay. they ran it, and they were wrong. Uh. And they're bitter, because they said, sorry, Paul Rudd is many things, but Sexiest Man Alive is not one of them. Well. I'm sorry, to, if that hurts. Hey, that might be the first thing I ever read in the New York Post that I agree with. <laughs> you know? That fact checks. That is, checks. that is not fake news. <laughs> okay, so it's like Hogwarts. You just get the invitation. You don't have any warning. No warning. You're sexy, Harry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it was and I was honored. I was honored to be part of the process of announcing that you had become the sexiest man alive. Oh. Well, that was... Yeah. That was I... fun. I was, I was... Thank you for doing that. I had, a, I had a ton of... Well, it was an honor. It was an honor. The honor was mine. Um, we, have a, we have a clip here of uh, uh, part of the vetting process that you were put through mm -hmm. to make sure that you had the, the sexy goods. Right. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Jim? Up, 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 up. Pace, pace, pace. That's good. All right, sit proud. Sit proud, chin up. Okay, haunches, haunches, haunches. Okay, back, back. That's good. That's good. All right. Okay, let's check those teeth and thumbs. There we go. Okay, let's check your coat. Let's check your coat. That's good. That's good. Okay. All right. And... That's good. All right. And arm. And arm. And that's good. That's good. That's good. And legs. That's legs. And hold it. That's good. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. My favorite part of it... Yes? ...was... You're a very good boy. Thank you. Thank you. I just love how serious you are. Good. That's good. You were very, like... Well, you got, you got to look for symmetry. Yeah. Because there can be a fair... You're, you're there's a, a fair amount of inbreeding in the sexiest <laughs> man. You're, you're, yeah. you're a tough judge, but... Uh, yeah, uh, fair. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know you were gonna give me the raspberry on my uh, stomach. I, well, that's reaction time. That's to judge reaction time. But yeah, well, yeah, and I guess to really be a good judge, you do have to check every part. Sure. And uh, yeah. and you did. Yeah. And, uh, and you got a hint of hip dysplasia. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd and watch that. I just thank you for not you know holding that against me. We have to take a quick break, uh, but don't go away. When we come back, I will ask Paul about a story. Involving Seth Rogen and a massage.
Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, Paul, I do want to point out that on the sexy at every age, under 57, who, who is the sexy man at, at 57? Oh, I'm looking at him. Stephen Colbert. <laughs> the same. There's a story that Seth Rogen told this summer, and it has not been verified. It has not been fact-checked. Oh. No, as far as I know, you have not commented on this, and I oh. want to get the, the scoop on this. Seth Rogen, this is, a, this is a tweet of his. Okay. Once I was in the spa in a hotel in Vegas getting a massage. When I finished, I turned over into my shock. Paul Rudd was massaging me. <laughs> he saw me go in and convinced the masseuse to let him take over, thinking I'd notice immediately. I didn't, and Paul did the entire <laughs> rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd, did that happen? That totally happened. Yeah, that's completely, that's true. And what was the occasion that you were in the spa and then you saw Seth Rogen and went, "I'm go- what? T- walk well, me we through were, it. Walk it, me through it." It was. I think we were filming a scene from Knocked Up and we had to shoot it in Las Vegas. And we were in the gym spa, or like it was. We yeah. had hours before shooting, and I knew he was getting a massage, or went to get a massage, and I just said to them, "Let me go in." I just went in during. He had just started. Did you like tap her out and keep going? Yeah, I so did. Her hands were. It was here. like kind of like yeah, yeah, and a little bit. Like, it one was like an Indiana Jones, you know, when he takes the idol away and he puts the bag of sand. It was a kind of a. It was like a, a and so and so, and and uh, and I thought, oh, I'll just keep this going. And then we, but he just. Um, well, I, to be Love fair, it. he was face down, you know. Sure. And, but uh, sure. Uh, and and then he rolled, And then yeah. <laughs> Let's let's get real. Probably less of a, a comment on my own massaging ability than it is. The and did fact you like? Did you? He was stoned out of his mind. And did you, like, if he didn't? You must be pretty good. I'm okay. I'm a pretty good masseur. Because it takes empathy to be a good uh, masseur. Yeah, I think. You well, it wasn't. Imagine when, what that's feeling. You know, we like. I was I was I was getting you know doing his shoulders and his arms, and then I was and I he is not, he's not opening his eyes, and then and then I was I. <laughs> And then I just started massaging his face. And it was like this, and this, and then, and then eventually, he kind of opened his eyes. He's like, and But it, I mean, I must have, I massaged him for like at least 40 minutes. What's your, uh, what's your go-to? Is it all thumbs? Is it elbows? How do you, how do you? I can do, I can do both. What? No, like, do you have a, here, do you have a knot? Yes, I actually do. Actually, Where? I hold my in my shoulder, right up, right up here. Right. From so, see, okay, hold, hold, hold. I mean, if you like, you can lay down on the desk. Is the lavender scented Kleenex? Uh, so where is your knot? Up, uh, up, up left. Up, you know up left. Up left. Up left. I'll find it. I'll find it. Uh, so let's talk about Ghostbusters. You got it. Well, oh, that's good. No, that's it. Yeah, you yeah, found it. Right. That's it right there. So that's I've it, always, right there. like everybody else, I was you know a fan of Ghostbusters. I love the film. I saw it when I was a kid. And this is Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is. Afterlife. Oh yeah, no, that's that's. I'm in. Oh, uh, yeah. Right there. Right that's there. it. That's it. Just right breathe there. through it. Breathe through it. <sighs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna break it out. Now what I'm doing right now, 
is I'm trying to break up the fascia. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you got to release oh, so, the lactic acid so, in there, right? Yeah. So in the original, I was just blown away because it was funny, but it was scary. <sighs> and Paul, and, you know what this is? What's this? This is really sexy. <laughs> this is really. This, I think we're good. We're good. And I can just put the gratuity on the hotel room? It, it's all included. Okay. Yeah. Um, getting back to, uh, getting back to uh, Ghostbusters. Um... You feel loose now? You feel like a little... I feel I really do. I wish every guest would do this. You know, do you know who's not going to do this, who really should? Sting. That's exactly right. <laughs> I bet... You know oh, for a fact. Could... You know for a fact. Oh. Sting will, do, Sting will get your feet. Sting will get your knees, often overlooked. Back of the knees. Back, back of the knees. knees, yeah. We have to take another break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Paul Rudd. <laughs> We're back with Paul Rudd. You're starring in Ghostbusters Afterlife. You, you, as you said when you were massaging me, always a fan of, of the ghost busting. Yeah. Did, you, did you have a favorite of those four guys? Because for me, it was, it was Harold. Oh, gosh, I'm such a huge Harold Ramis fan. I mean, I, th that's a movie where really you watch it and go, every single person in it is brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt that way and feel that way about everybody. I mean, including not just all of the Ghostbusters, but Rick Moranis and... Sigourney Weaver and, you know, across the board. Um, but it was interesting to, you know, all of a sudden, like, know this movie my whole life. And then, yeah, I get to work on it with Jason Reitman, whose father directed the original. Sure. And it, it, uh, and it did make me think about Harold Ramis. A, and you a knew bit. Harold. I knew him a little, yeah. I met him. Actually, he played Seth's dad in Knocked Up. And, uh, and I, he was a... A director I worked on a movie he directed just for like a day or two, but he was such a lovely guy, and uh, and as you know, you're a comedy fan. I think any comedy yeah. enthusiast knows just what an important figure he is in the world of comedy. Right. He was also Second City, and for those of us second, who were at Second City, second, yeah. he kind of picked a model, and oh. Ramus was sort of a model. Ramus did, yeah. I mean, such a brilliant guy, and Second City, and an incredible writer, an amazing director. I mean, his body of work that he. Left behind, and too. just a lovely fellow, the sweetest person. And there was, you know, I got to go out to dinner with him, and he was really forthcoming about uh, his life and talking about, you know, different people he's worked with. And there was something, there was, there was something kind of special. Just I think if you entered his orbit a little bit, you kind of got sucked into it and thought, man, this guy's incredible. And, and so kind of being around all of this now, uh, yeah, it makes me miss him. We have a clip here. Can you tell us what's going on here? No, I don't know what it is. Okay. <laughs> You're in a grocery store. I'll That's give you right. A I do know what it is. Yes. Yeah. I actually do. It's, that was a I did flippant too. answer. I did too, uh, but we were playing I'm, that game. Yeah. <laughs> where I was allowing you to set up your movie. But I really when I did. could have done it, you By the could way, leave. I really did forget what the clip was. This is, you know, in the, in, in, I'm in a grocery store and something's going. I don't care anymore. Going, yeah, I just show anymore. the damn thing. Play it. Strawberry, red velvet, blue velvet. <laughs> I 
Ghostbusters Afterlife is in theaters Friday, and The Shrink Next Door is streaming now on Apple TV+. Paul Rudd, everybody. You stay sexy, buddy. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more.